I'm Camille, and I'm a lifelong fan of Supernatural. I'm Miranda, and I'm watching the show for the first time. Join us as we watch a new episode every week. Welcome to our Supernatural podcast, Ramble On. Welcome to our super epic Supernatural podcast, the podcast where Jensen Ackles does all of his own stunts, and also the podcast where the hosts are not liable for any injuries that Jensen Ackles may incur while doing his own stunts. This week, we watched season one, episode 10 of Supernatural Asylum, which um, I actually think marked Jensen's, the beginning of Jensen's reign of terror in doing all of his own stunts, but um, we can talk about that later. There are a couple things that I think we need to mention at the top of the show, most importantly being that uh, Camille has undergone a severe life change. She's mm-hmm. gone through something uh, that we need to acknowledge. She might seem much wiser to you guys. She might seem irrevocably different. Uh, and it is because she celebrated her 24th birthday yesterday. Yep. The April 2nd. Woo. Woo. And... I got a new microphone. Yes, we got new microphones. That is the biggest news. I hope we sound like we're sitting right next to you. Having Mm. a conversation. That might be a little creepy to people. Well, I hope it's not. So, Abby and Sarah, if you're listening. (laughs) Okay, shout out Abby, shout out Sarah. All right, we got that out of the way. Um, Oh, and I have another announcement. Um, mm-hmm. Jens- Jensen Ackles actually is a guest on this week's episode of the podcast, uh, but he doesn't want to speak. He's, mm-hmm. He was under the impression that this was a video podcast and that he could perform some stunts. Uh, unfortunately, it is not a video podcast. So if you guys hear any background noise, that's Jensen. He's here doing flips. He's doing some backflips. Yeah. Yeah. Back- backflips is all it is for now. Mm-hmm. I don't really he might, know. He might get in a car and start driving. Yeah, he might start backing up his car through my house. I hope he doesn't. But if he does, hey. He, when he got to my house, he said, you guys can't drive this anymore. I'm going to drive. <laughs> Wait, your car? Yeah. That's pretty bold of him. He said, I don't know how to do it properly. 24-year-olds, we don't know how to drive. Well, I'm 23, Camille. You are kind oh. of the elder of this podcast, so don't get things mixed up here. Okay. I know you're forgetful, but ever in your old age. This mm-hmm. week's episode, I feel like I'm going to be pulling kind of a Camille moment here. Okay. Because this is my least favorite episode we've watched by far. What? Real? Oh, 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 okay. The tables have turned. Okay, what did you think of this episode, Camille? That's interesting. I like this one. Really? Yeah. Well, what did you... Okay, okay, break it down for me. I what, thought it was what... scary. I thought... The ghosts weren't... The ghosts were, like, trying to fuck them. It wasn't even really that <laughs> scary. Well, yeah, but I thought the... Honestly, I thought the jump scares were pretty good in this one. I'm not one for jump scares, but this one has a good ones. Like when when the um when Cat was walking with Dean and she goes, 
stop you're hurting me oh yeah that's a good moment and it was someone's arm and then the first spirit they see that's kind of like uh he's on the ground or he's in the little cart i thought he was kind of spooky the, the makeup they did for him was good and then also the dr ellicott he was he was scary he looked like uh who's who's that royal guy prince philip <laughs> yeah that's kind of what dr ellicott looked like to me uh which isn't a glowing review but i don't know i didn't find this episode scary but i think we find different things scary because i was terrified mm -hmm. by bloody mary and camille's like eh, i don't care <laughs> Say bloody mary all day in the mirror camille's like doing this in real life going around taunting death uh, but she doesn't like to have jump scares come out at her okay i would go in the i would go in the haunted asylum though that was my first question Okay, because it seems like there's a bunch of teens going here. And I was thinking, mm -hmm. Camille and I went to, if you're listening and you don't know what Bunny Man Bridge is, it's this bridge in our town where a guy killed a bunch of people, I think. I don't really know what it is. I, I don't think he killed any. I, I don't know where people came up with it. But. <laughs> what is Bunny Man Bridge? I don't even know. I, I mean, allegedly, I think someone got murdered there. And the killer was wearing a bunny costume. It was on Halloween or something. Okay, so Camille I think and I only one person though. Camille and I went there. We didn't get killed. Allegedly, we went there. I don't remember it, but Camille says we went. So I was wondering if this asylum was in our town, you know, next to the Taco Bell, in between the Taco Bell and the McDonald's that we go to sometimes. Mm -hmm. Would we? Would we? go there because it seems to be a staple of the teens in the area i would go there i wouldn't pressure you into going with me so i might end up not going if i couldn't find anyone that wanted to go with me but i think claire would go with me so camille mm -hmm. that is not okay and i don't think you would go there i would when have you gone to any sort of abandoned building there's no precedent for that sort of okay behavior. okay okay when 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 we were in middle school and you weren't supposed to go to the the prisons in lorton me and matt used to ride our bikes there that is so different no did you ride your bikes through the inside of it at night no they were locked you couldn't get in i went there too but yeah, see, it was abandoned. You weren't supposed to go there. We still went there anyway. Wow. Okay, I feel like I'm learning a lot about you right now. Um, That is worrying, and I worry for your health. I hope you do turn 42, honestly, because you sound like you're going to get yourself into some seriously dangerous situations. Okay, I, I think the only reason I wouldn't go is if I thought the cops would bust us. Well, Camille, I used to, there's this guy on TikTok that I used to watch. He would pop mm -hmm. up on my For You page. Come to think of it, I haven't seen him in forever. I don't know if he's okay. okay. I hope he is. But he would go around and explore all these abandoned places. Obviously, that's pretty interesting, right? Mm -hmm. But there was one day when he would do live streams, right? So he was doing a live stream where he was exploring this abandoned building and somebody who was living in that building, started shooting a gun at him. And he had to duck down, run and hide and be like, I'm, I'm like, he had to be like, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm like, that is what I would See, be scared of. that's not of. abandoned. If they're living in there, it's not abandoned. Camille, 
how do you know the asylum? Okay, first of all, you can't draw. No, it wasn't like he was breaking into a suburban house. It was like a homeless person living in there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, he wasn't like, no, I'm not talking. It was like a homeless uh, community, like a homeless camp was set up in there. And they started shooting a gun at him. Well, I wouldn't invade a home, like a, but, like a camp site, but but you don't know what's inside the asylum. Yeah, I guess you're right. I I'm just saying, like, it could be a sticky situation. You're right. You're right. I think though, if a lot of teens had gone there though and been okay, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But again, like, I wouldn't want to get in any kind of legal trouble. That's what you're worried about? Yeah. You better watch out for Sam then. Okay. Uh, okay, well, that's interesting. I didn't expect you to say that. Uh, you are so uh, courageous, Camille. I just, I don't believe in ghosts. Okay, there are many- I believe in the strong arm of the law, though. Camille, there are so- I'm not saying you shouldn't go to an abandoned building because of ghosts. I'm. This is what I'm trying to tell you. There could be dangerous <laughs> people in there. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. A ghost didn't kill people at Bunny Man Bridge. A man dressed in a bunny outfit with an axe <laughs> did. Like, there are, there are real dangerous people out there. You're right, you're right. I've, I've spent too much time in the suburbs. I'm not scared of people <laughs> like I should be. Well, I, I am scared of people. So maybe we'll balance each other out if we're ever in, a, in an abandoned place. Okay. I'm I feel like I'm more scared to go somewhere with like a crowd of people than I am to go somewhere abandoned because of like social anxiety. <laughs> like I feel more comfortable like walking alone at night than I would like in a crowd of people <laughs> in the daytime. Oh my god, you know what? One time my academic advisor asked me if I had any hobbies and mm-hmm. I sat there in silence for like 30 seconds and then I said I like to walk around at night. It's a good hobby. Well, yeah, see, but th- this is why you and I are f- such good friends, right? Yeah. But I don't think he had that reaction to me saying that. <laughs> I don't think he was like, oh, that's a great, that's awesome, Miranda. Maybe he was looking for applicable hobbies to a career. Yeah. I don't know. What would that be applicable to? I could be a ghost in the asylum. You could be a night vlogger. A night what is that what is that (laughs) kind of like a night crawler but like a vlogger hmm okay i think you could get a good audience maybe we'll see we'll see how this podcast goes first okay all right do you think that they could make this same episode today in 2021 hmm yeah that they could or that they would the showrunners okay they definitely would i know Mm. they would and considering the people that like watch supernatural to the end they were used to this kind of stuff i don't think there'd be any kind of backlash tbh yeah because i was kind of there was a time period where television shows were making a ton of like asylum episodes yeah it's just not very original do you did you watch ever watch psych i watched a few episodes sarah loves psych 
Oh my god. Shout I, out Sarah. Shout out Sarah. Yes, Sarah knows. Sarah knows cuz psych I psych is so good. But this episode there was there the asylum kind of reminded me of the psych asylum. But I guess all of these TV shows all they all have the same asylum. There was an asylum in Psych? There was like a one-off episode. Oh, okay. There wasn't you know, like an asylum they would like go to every day. They go to the deli in the asylum to get lunch <laughs> and like talk shop. <laughs> the set actually reminded me in this episode of the prison in Walking Dead. Oh my god. Walking Dead is one of my all-time favorite shows. It's I was my telling- mom's favorite show. Oh my god. Okay, when your mom comes on, uh, we're gonna. I'm just gonna turn this into a Walking Dead podcast because I okay. really would love to talk Walking Dead with her. I don't have anyone to talk about Walking Dead with in my life because nobody really cares. Abby's sick of it. She doesn't like how obsessive I get over it, <laughs> <laughs> and my mom just doesn't even care. I don't think she even knows that The Walking Dead exists. I watched the first few seasons and then some things happened, and I was like, "Nah, I'm done." Well, yeah, same. But the first few seasons, some of the best mm-hmm. TV to ever happen, oh, yeah. I think. Brilliant. I love the first season. Oh, man. I I'm, I should rewatch it. This is why I haven't watched any of the stuff you ask me about, Camille, because I'm just rewatching The Walking <laughs> Dead over and over and over again. That's how, that's how Claire feels with me. She's always recommending me stuff. And she's like, this is good. And I'm like, yeah, but I like to watch trash. <laughs> Claire, I have a supernatural podcast, so I'm going to need you to stop suggesting shows to me that have, well, hmm. (laughs) Well, okay. Supernatural is good in its own way. Supernatural? Honestly, Supernatural is good. It's good because I enjoy it. Look, Supernatural is good because I have an inexplicably strong and painful emotional connection to these characters and that's yes. what makes the show good so that, yes i need a deep connection to characters and yeah. the problem now i think nowadays a lot of shows are going the route of like mini series and i'm like i need a deep connection to a character that's like a constant in my life for several years <laughs> like <laughs> yeah but you know i guess some sacrifices have to be made i think we'll go back to more serialized TV later, but there for needs now, to there needs to be a um, happy medium because you can't let the show go on so long that your finale yeah. is you know like let's imagine there was a show that went on for fifteen seasons, um, and then in the final episode they killed one of their main characters in like the stupidest way possible. <laughs> that would like the thing is when your show goes for so long, mm-hmm. uh, you can't. It's just like bad things can happen. You can lose your way, right? And and God forbid that yeah. would ever happen to a show that I'm watching. But uh, I never have any supernatural. Or no, are you kidding me? Supernatural? No, no, <laughs> I just wouldn't. Okay, I have something. I thought. What do you think about their dad texting them coordinates? That is so. I I, I wanted to ask you the same question. <laughs> um. Okay. Should I answer it then? Sure. I think it's very melodramatic and extremely stupid. Yeah, he can't be bothered to write, like, one more line of text. Like, hey, guys, I'm still alive. Okay, here's the thing. Camille, 
How mm-hmm. did he find out about this asylum? First of all, he read mm-hmm. about it in the news, right? Is that what we're yeah. assuming? So like a while ago, because it's in his journal that he hasn't had this entire time. So he doesn't send the name of the asylum, not even a voice memo, not even a voicemail. He sent. He had to go into. I don't even know how he had to go to the freaking library to look up the coordinates of this asylum so he could <laughs> text it to Dean. Like, to me, sending the coordinates seems so much like I don't understand. It was very extra. Why did he do that? What is wrong with him? Why does he want to emotionally remove himself from his sons that much? He won't even say a one word to them. He's like, I'm not going to say one word to them, but I'll say a goddamn couple of numbers. Like, but no, no words. Do you think he's like mad at Dean because he he reunited with Sam? Um, <laughs> what? Because I know he and Sam had a big fight when Sam left for college, right? And they haven't spoken in four years. Oh, my God. No. I, well, no, I don't think that. I think he's just okay. a total asshole. I think, oh my god, also, in this episode, we find out that Dean and Sam have been doing this for six months. Did you pick mm-hmm. up on that line? I didn't pick up on that, but when he was meeting with a the therapist, it seemed like they were doing that for a while. Six months. That is crazy. If I was Sam, I'm starting to kind of be on Sam's side, because if my sibling... Mm-hmm. pulled me out of college and was like we gotta go find dad and then i went on a it took us six months and and my sibling wasn't even concerned like we were just going all over the freaking place going in planes that are plummeting to the earth like going to asylums that are abandoned and haunted and the ghosts inside it are trying to have sex with me like i would be so frustrated and just fed up with the situation well yeah and they got no leads like every time they're following their dad's lead takes them to a new location they kill some ghosts and then nothing it's like at what point are they still are they worried about their dad at this point like i wouldn't be if i were them i'd be like whatever it's annoying like obviously he's abandoning you guys you guys get that right yeah like he doesn't want them I don't know. I guess he he wants them to do work because he's sending them coordinates. There, he's redirecting people to Dean, but he's like, these are my employees. <laughs> How did you feel about that line where um, where Cat says that she thought that Sam was Dean's or no, Dean was Sam's boss? I thought I thought it was I don't know. I thought it was funny. I thought it bothered Sam. Yeah, it definitely did, in my opinion. He seemed just slightly annoyed, though. I mean, like, Dean is always, like, barking out orders. But Sam doesn't really seem like the type to be, like, you know, toxic masculinity. I have to be the alpha male, you know? Like, I have to let everyone know that I'm the dominant one. I feel like I don't really notice Dean being too bossy. Like, he's being annoying Mm -hmm. about the dad thing for sure. But I mean, I feel like at this point, Sam's not going back to college. Like the the fact that no. da- that Sam's keeps complaining about their dad, it's like Sam, you're not going to go back to college either way. So stop. Like this is just as stressful to Dean as it is to you that you guys can't find your dad. Like I feel like at this point, Sam's made the decision to not go back. Like I don't think it's their dad that's what's keeping him there. At least in my opinion. Yeah. Did he graduate 
or did he was he like a semester off i have no idea i don't know because we knew he took the lsat and he had been admitted into law school or no no he had an interview like a very important interview. interview yeah so i'm thinking he was probably in his senior year or he never got his degree because it, it was like Halloween. Well, the th- the thing is, even if Sam were to go back to school, right? Mm-hmm. To deal with having these prophet- prophetic dreams that he's now having by himself, I feel like is not some... That would be just way too much, I feel like. I feel like at this point, he really needs Dean to be like someone who's who he can be open with about what's happening to him. Do you think he is able to be open to Dean, though? Do you think Dean's helping him, or do you think he's making him feel worse? Mm, I think it's kind. Of, hmm. I think it's kind of neutral. I feel mm-hmm. like Dean's not doing anything, and Sam's very stressed out. But what do you think? I'm not sure. Like he definitely had a bad reaction when Sam first told him. So I feel like Sam might be repressing things a little bit. In this episode, he was kind of joking. You know, who's the hottest psychic? whatever mm. so maybe that was his way of uh, i don't know trying to tell him it was okay i feel like dean really needs to be like competent and he needs to be in control and like oh understanding the situations they're in and it bothers him he's definitely a control freak yeah i feel like it bothers him that he can't control sam's visions and he can't find an explanation or really even help him with it yeah that's true i feel like though i think if this were a later season dean would definitely be throwing himself into understanding why sam is having these visions and he would be doing some research and they would that would be their main focus but right now they they kind of seem aimless right now like it doesn't feel like they're really on a plot to find their dad or the the thing that killed jess and their mom they're just no. kind of going from job to job. No. Oh, there. I wrote down a line from Sam about his visions. He said, I told you, it's not ESP. I just have strange vibes sometimes. That sounds a lot like me. Strange vibes sometimes. Yeah, I just have strange vibes sometimes. It's definitely ESP, though. It's not vibes. He's having dreams. He's having literally prophetic dreams. Yeah, I didn't really get that. That seemed a little dishonest to me but like he's backtracking he's backpedaling on it a little bit did he tell dean that that he had dreams did he specifically tell dean that he was having dreams or did he just say i just know or like i just know we have to be at the house i think he said he had a feeling i don't remember if he said he had a dream i know he was like drawing the tree that they've that they saw in the picture that was so weird he's like frantically (laughs) like Okay, Camille, was, imagine... That reminded me of Alice Cullen drawing that freaking ballet studio in in Twilight. Like, how do you recognize that? Like, how do you recognize that tree? How do you recognize that ballet studio? I wouldn't have recognized either one. I would have been like, oh, I don't know. Well, honestly, it did, it wasn't. It doesn't even qualify to be that good of a drawing. It's like in Stranger Things when um Will is drawing the map of the upside down and it's just like scribbles mm-hmm. all over paper that's kind of the vibe of this drawing that sam's doing <laughs> like it just looks crazy <laughs> but that was last episode right yeah that was last episode 
Mm. Oh, good. We're we're remembering things, calling it back. Oh man, we are. You guys are. If you're listening to this podcast, you're lucky to be among such experts on the show. <laughs> really, truly. <laughs> well, this episode was actually the mid-season finale. Really? Yeah. Wait, no. There's 22 episodes. No, the mid. Well, this I don't know. Was it's the finale? The mid-season finale. This sucks. Okay. This sucks so, like, as a finale. So Supernatural, kind of notorious for going on hiatus. I never understood any rhyme or reason. Just one day there would be no episodes of Supernatural, and then three months <laughs> later there would be one. I never knew when it was coming back. I think if you watch the later seasons, you can relate. But like That's the weird. fandom really died off for a while. And I was trying to figure out, like, even when the show is coming back and I couldn't find any information, I was like, yo, we got seven episodes, where's the rest? <laughs> They're like, sucker, you'll see it when it comes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have had a lot of experience dealing with hiatuses because I was yeah. a Sherlock fan, so I feel like <laughs> I'm very seasoned at, at coping with uh, <laughs> a long hiatus. Um, oh, let, let's talk about the Jensen Ackles stunt. What was the stunt that you're talking about? Did you catch this, Camille? No. Okay. When they're jumping over the fence to go into the asylum, mm-hmm. Jensen is acting like he's in the Cirque du Soleil. Like, <laughs> the way he flips over the fence. He goes over the fence. He grabs on. his flips his whole body over and around so that... It's so unnecessary and it's so, and you know that it's actually Jensen doing this. So I just imagine like the director being like, okay, you guys are going to jump over the fence. And then Sam, Jared just jumps over the fence normally, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. people who have that big of a body, they're very limited in what they can do in the physical world. But then Jensen comes and he goes over the fence, flings his whole body around like he's some sort of acrobat at the circus <laughs> and and flings his body and then lands and just runs up into the asylum. Like, I can't imagine watching that happen and being like, oh, my God, who did we cast? Like, this guy is not going to survive 15 seasons of this show if that's how he jumps over a fence. <laughs> I I don't even remember that at all i really want you to see can you look up the video of it right now okay i'll look it up all right camille's about to watch the clip that i I, i've been talking about if you guys want to see this clip go to asylum (laughs) and go to 905 (laughs) he like flips his leg he does a little flip why does he do that why It's, it is showing off. It's so unnecessary. It's so dangerous. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, imagine watching that as the director. Like, oh my god, this guy's crazy. He's really trying to get, like, his feet up there. Like, there's, like, barbed wire or something. There's no barbed wire. <laughs> Jensen, why did you do this, man? This is Are when they should have known. You were letting <laughs> this guy drive the car? Like, this guy has judgment to be driving a car crazily (laughs) in reverse down the highway. (laughs) Like, really? (laughs) Okay, so if you guys want to see what we're talking about, go to 905 in the Supernatural Season 1, Episode 10. Yes. 
Um, and you will see something that may s- shock you to your core, may startle you, <laughs> may scare you. Dean was acting weird in this episode. I don't know. Like, the director definitely did not tell. Like, how do you even tell someone to jump over a fence like that? There aren't words to describe what he did. Like, that's not in the English language. So, like. (laughs) They're just like, just get your feet up there. Get them up there. (laughs) Get the lower half of your body as high as you can. (laughs) it's so it's just so bizarre i love it so much but the best part of the episode for sure for me you know what method actor jensen ackles (laughs) oh my god do you think that's how he goes over every fence (laughs) well that's how dean goes over every fence i guess (laughs) does that's doing the most mask way possible somehow that's that one's it that one's the one his brain told him (laughs) that was not mask that was almost like billy (laughs) elliot-esque Uh, I also want to give a shout out to the prop department in this episode because we have, in trying to make the asylum creepy, there Mm -hmm. is a very strategically placed headless baby doll. So respect to the prop department. I appreciated that. Um, You know, I kind of, it seemed like they put in a little bit of effort to this uh, scene design. So I kind of enjoyed it, actually. Like, like, I like the graffiti on the walls and everything. It's kind of cute. Yeah, this this episode had ambiance. Although, Camille, I'm concerned about your judgment because last episode you said it was mm-hmm. too dark. It was too dark, yeah. But this, this one wasn't as shadowy. This one was so hard to see. So much harder. I feel like this episode, I guess, I kind of kept zoning out. <laughs> <laughs> you, dude, the, the dark parts are so dark. It's like you probably fell asleep. <laughs> I, I would love to work for this show for the lighting department because all you have to do is not show up i feel like the lighting department <laughs> is one guy with a big lighter like 10 Just meters one- away <laughs> with the one little light bulb from the episode of spongebob <laughs> dude they're warming the egg <laughs> sam and dean's flashlights broke at one point and i'm like they probably got those from the freaking lighting department like <laughs> it's so it i don't know what it is about this show it's too dark this episode yeah I I thought last episode was a little worse. I just I felt like the shadows were just falling all over everything. This one was dark and it was very like blue, but I could like actually see their faces for the most part. Oh, I well. like the opening scene. I liked that one. I liked how everything was red. I just like red. I liked how Dean had on a red shirt and the curtains were red. Oh yeah, I liked that too. I thought that was cool, like design. I don't know why, yeah. or I guess I don't know because I haven't watched the show. But I feel like they could get really creative with the different types of hotel rooms they stay in. Oh yeah, they do. They do. Some of them are are kind of cool. Ooh, um, I'm excited for yeah. that. I thought this one was interesting because the beginning of the episode, I couldn't really remember um, much about like the ghosts and why the police officer like killed his wife. Uh, like he was acting a little weird, but there are some episodes in the in future, in the future that are people get kind of controlled into like crimes of passion where they kill their partner and then themselves and everything. And I think I remember the motel room looking similar to those episodes, and I was like, "Ooh, maybe this is one of those ones," but it wasn't. And then I don't know. I thought the way of, like, the ghost influencing their emotions was kind of weird. Well, 
Okay. I don't know if we should jump into this, but what did you think about what happened with Sam and Dean at the end of the episode? Like how Dean got everything Sam said and then how Dean got so upset when he realized that Sam remembered. Why was that? Maybe he thought that Sam was like being possessed and that it wasn't actually him saying those things. I'm not sure. Maybe because he thought he didn't really want to talk about it. So he was hoping that Sam didn't remember. I feel like Dean really believes those things about himself that Sam said. Uh, yeah, And that's probably. why it bothered him so much. Yeah. Do you, do you think Sam believes that, what he said? Yeah, maybe a little bit, yeah. Sam definitely has some, like, anger and frustration. Yeah, it was like, if Sam wasn't so moody all the time, I feel like Dean would have noticed that he got possessed. <laughs> he really screwed himself there. Sam is a little bit emo in the first few seasons. Yeah, he's struggling. Although I get it. I get why he's so annoyed. It's yeah. like he's not having the best of times. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I'd probably be behaving the same way. Well, okay, when Sam goes to the therapist, mm-hmm. I was thinking Dean should have made a pit stop at the therapist. That probably could have helped him out a lot. Oh, yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> but uh, what do you think he said? Why does this show uh, tease yeah. us in this way? I like how it got cut out. I don't know. I kind of like how it got cut out. Cause you the, don't really know how Sam is feeling. Yeah, the therapist asks him what he thinks of Dean, and then it mm-hmm. cuts out. Which, I guess maybe to make the ending more intriguing, like, is that what he's told the therapist? What did he say? Did he say nice things? Did he say bad things? I don't know. I, I like, genuinely don't know. I like how they left it kind of open-ended like that. But does it ever get resolved? Yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah. Hmm. I mean, we got 15 more seasons of this playing out <laughs> over and over. I'll tell you that. Well, You'll I, get sick of it. <laughs> I feel like in a, with a show that goes on that long, I feel like not either everything's resolved and then nothing happens or nothing is ever resolved. It's like it gets resolved and then it happens again. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just waiting for Cass to show up. <laughs> I'm so confused. Where Where is Cass? Like, Camille, you, you told me that we could watch the show. Uh, I keep inviting Misha Collins on. And then I watch the episode. I'm like, sorry, Mish, you're not even in this freaking episode. Like, my co-host keeps telling me you're in this well, show, but... He's in every episode. He's just hidden. He's the lighting guy. He is they're the like, lighting guy. They're like, we we don't have the heart to fire this guy, but like, get him out of the lighting department. They gave him a role on the show. He's the one who lifted Jensen's legs in the air when he was hopping over that fence. There's probably like a crane and invisible strings <laughs> attached to Jensen's legs that's like flinging him through the air. Uh, <laughs> Every other cast member on the show besides Jared and Jensen is Misha, just in disguise. Oh, the versatility. Mm -hmm. That's like a Mrs. uh, Doubtfire type thing. I would love that. It's because they didn't want to cast women. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking that I I know we've talked before on this podcast about musical episodes um, Uh and and how they're like a staple when a show goes on too long. I think there should be Miss Doubtfire episodes where there's an episode where a character leaves, comes back in a disguise and nobody notices and That'd then they, they leave and, and it's never talked about or mentioned again. 
I think that should be a staple in TV shows. You're right. You should write one. Well, I'd have to write like an entire 10 season show just to write one I episode. It would be worth it just for that one episode. Well, okay. That's I'm going to get started. That's, well, <laughs> good job, Eric. Season five finale, Eric. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you, Camille? <laughs> yeah, there are some good ones in there. Oh, yeah. Did you notice the amulet that Dean was wearing? The necklace? No, I didn't. What about this necklace? It's really significant, but we don't know yet. But I think this is the first time we've really gotten a peek of it. Maybe we might have in previous episodes, but this is the first time I remember seeing it. I didn't even see it. I didn't even notice it. Although it's a I know, staple. I know what you're talking about, Camille. Do you have that necklace? I do not. I wish I did. It's a staple. If you're cosplaying Dean, you have to have it. Okay, well, I'm glad you told me that. Okay. No, I didn't even see that. Well, look out for it next episode. See if you can find it. You might be able to see it. Um, I also really like the when they're going and interviewing the cop and Dean and Sam kind of play these roles of Dean gets all up in this guy's face and is asking questions and then Sam comes in and like punches him. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that too. Their little charade. Uh-huh. That was cute. <laughs> that was. That shows what they think of cops, what they know about cops. <laughs> They cut out all of Sam's conversations in this episode. They cut out his conversation with the cop, too. I guess they were trying to show, not tell. They had a lot of action in this episode. I'm not the hugest fan of action, but it was fine. Mm, I Maybe just dialogue not, got cut for that. I feel like this episode, I just found it a little bit fluff. A little fluffy. Yeah. Mm. It was very middle of the road, but I like the horror elements of it. What do you think about the fact the ghost wanted to have sex with that guy? I don't think she wanted to have sex with him. <laughs> the ghost was making out with him. I never knew you could make out with a ghost. Do they ever revisit that? No. So, I don't think it was that significant. I think it was more just like the, you know, we think it's his girlfriend. No, 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 no. no. The implications of this are that okay, you can okay. have sex with a ghost. I guess. So what's the deal with that? If you're going to introduce something like that, you have to revisit it or play it out. <laughs> but it was the, but that wasn't the point of him making out with her. But it was the, just kind but, of a... <laughs> but, okay, but Camille... <laughs> they, maybe it was also to show that she wasn't, you know, trying to hurt him. They could have. She could have given him a handshake. She was making out with him. I mean, how well, far he, would he, she have gone? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I never realized that in the supernatural world you can have sex with a ghost. I'm just saying, I didn't realize that. Well, I just didn't I, know. I think for the most part, ghosts on the show, like, if they get that close to you, they're going to kill you or hurt you. Ooh, kinky. <laughs> so I don't think it's, I don't think it's that relevant. Most ghosts, though most right. so why is there a ghost what is how does a ghost get created because why doesn't everyone turn into a ghost okay so i don't want to tell you too much because they actually talk about it in later episodes you can tell me is a, a huge spoiler it's a significant plot point in the season two premiere i would say 
But I will tell you this. Ghosts, like, are usually created when they've had, like, a violent death or something traumatic has happened regarding their death. Okay, but so why why is the show saying that all people who have had something traumatic happen to them turn bad? Why can't some of them just no, want to, like, you know, have some fun? They don't say that. But you just said that all ghosts will kill no, you. No, not all of them. So what do the other ones do, Camille? That's what I'm oh, talking Oh, all ghosts want to kill you? Once- okay, okay, I'll tell I'll tell you. So the lo- the longer a person stays a ghost, the more they like become overtaken by their like their bad emotions, their like violent urges. So why was this ghost wanting to have why was she in such a good well, mood? These ghosts wanted to be at peace. So they were trying to communicate by saying that they needed It's not what she was communicating. He was saying something different. I think you're getting too hung up on it. I'm just trying to unpack it. You know, you can't okay, put it in okay. the show and expect me, Miranda, the owner of a supernatural it's just, podcast. It's just supposed to be something a little bit sexy, you know? So. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I never, I didn't realize. I just didn't know. Okay. And, you know. Yes, I, don't... I guess canonically you can make out with a ghost. I wouldn't advise it. But why? What's wrong with that? Because I think most most ghosts in this show are, they're violent. Like, most of them. And, like, so to take on a corporate, like, a, like, an actual body on, like, this plane to be able to touch and move things, they need to have been a ghost for a long time. And they need to, like, experience negative emotions to be able to do that. So if you're... If you're like a benevolent spirit, then you're not going to be able to manifest a body. Okay, I, I I feel like you are resistant to my to my um my uh, ghost sex. Like I feel like I must be on the wrong track with something. I will tell you that no one in this show has ever had sex with a ghost. Well, I saw a post that said Dean had sex with a tentacle monster. What? <laughs> I did. Who are you following? I saw that. I said, remember when a tentacle monster wanted to have sex with Dean? A tentacle monster? Okay, I'll have to get back to you on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, let me know about that, because I have been wondering about that. I've been working that one out in my mind. I was wondering what the gender of the tentacle monster was, but I guess maybe that's unrelated. Um, (laughs) Also, we have... Oh, I will say though, neither one of the brothers has ever fucked a ghost. Why? Uh, they hang know. out with ghosts more than they do with other people. Seems that, like they would. It would happen at one point or another. Like other monsters, yeah. But you have sex with other monsters. Never with a ghost. Bigfoot. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna let what that. Kind, one what go. kind of monsters do you think they have sex with? <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I think. Oh god. A vampire, right? It's got it cuz vampires are kind of nope. sexy. Uh what? Nope. I guess vampires are maybe a little too gay. They um, never fucked a vampire. <laughs> a werewolf? Yep. Really? Yep. Oh my god. On the night of the full <laughs> moon or no? No, not while they were in wolf form. Okay. Um is there are there other Okay, monsters? okay. Canonically no one fucked a vampire. Um, some fans in the, in the fandom in the fandom people might argue but <laughs> oh but 
Okay. But the werewolf thing, yes. Let me canon. guess. Sam fucked a werewolf. It was Sam. Yeah. Of course. I knew it. <laughs> I knew he fucked. I was so close. I was so close. I thought he fucked Bigfoot. He fucked a werewolf. It's the same thing. Okay. I was so close. All right. I get this show on a deep level. What else? Uh, What other kinds of monsters are there? I know there aren't any types of water monsters on this show. You know why I think they didn't have a mermaid? Because they didn't know how to sexualize a mermaid. They didn't know. like. I think they couldn't afford like the CGI or the costuming required for a mermaid. I used to be a lifeguard. People go, go to the community pool and have mermaid tails on. Like, it's not that hard. Hmm. So, well, maybe those were actual mermaids. Yeah, I think you were dealing with actual mermaids. <laughs> that would be actually a relief because I wouldn't have to worry about them drowning. I'd have to watch for them going out <laughs> into land and have to go push them back in the water. <laughs> uh, other monsters. Let me think. An, no aliens. No Bigfoot. Mm-mm. Uh, a no. Uh, what is it? I'm thinking of D- Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, a goblin. Nope. Um, I can't, I don't know of any monsters. I just know of well, vampires. Not necessarily monsters, but creatures. I guess non-humans. Uh, an angel. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm being for real. Like in canon, one of them has sex with an angel. Sam. Nope. So Dean and Cass, <laughs> not the two of them in canon. Dean has sex with an angel that's not Cass. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is going to cause some tension between them. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I can't wait until you see the episode. <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, this show gives me anxiety. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Well, I can cross off my note that says the ghosts want to fuck implications question mark uh the the, no question mark the ghosts do not want to fuck (laughs) the one of them does okay one of them does all right what do you let me see i have something else any other non-humans oh there's more yeah there's more what how what um a minotaur nope uh an anaconda? Nope. An anaconda. A snake. <laughs> um uh Adam from the Adam and Eve myth? Nope. He does make an appearance. Really? Are you messing with me? Nope. Season 15. Adam shows up. Yep. And he doesn't have sex with anybody. Oh, he does, but not not so What, <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you fucking with me? I mean, there's not a sex scene, but it's heavily implied. Adam from Adam and Eve shows up in season 15. Yep. Camille, we're going to be almost 30 by the time we get to season 15. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'll tell you who he doesn't fuck is Eve. She never shows up. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I don't know any more monsters or creatures. Well, what have we seen so far? I forgot. A woman in white? No. Um, a Wendigo? No. <laughs> uh, Hookman? No. The Disaster Demon from Phantom Traveler? Not a Disaster Demon from Phantom Traveler. Oh no, wait a second. A demon. Yeah. I know who it is. Who? 
Is it Meg? Nope. Oh. Uh, well, then I don't know. I lied. Well, who? Do, which one of the brothers? Sam. Yeah. Of course. Dean, Dean, <laughs> Dean, is, uh, Dean is pretty monogamous, I feel. <laughs> so. What? Monogamous. Well, I don't know when uh, Cash shows up. <laughs> Cash shows up season four. Okay, so I don't know how much action Dean's going to get before then. I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen the show. I mean, <laughs> Dean gets a lot of action. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. I feel like Dean gets no action. All Dean does, Dean is hot, but that's about it. I, Dean, all he does is have these pop culture references. I know he goes home and sits at home at night and watches <laughs> Ghostbusters all night. <laughs> like, I really don't think Dean gets that much action. Where is that? What, uh, what would lead you to believe that? I've seen the show. Oh, <laughs> Okay, sorry, I, I forgot my place for a second. <laughs> I'm literally arguing with you. Oh, I'm sorry, Camille. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'm going to start taking your word for certain things, I guess. Uh, okay, towards the, towards the end, it kind of tapers off, but I wouldn't say that he's like a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> well why is it do you, do you why why is dean such a pop culture and reference machine is is that because he's i think it's like a self-insert by the writers of the show you think because i wrote that happens with a lot of shows and it's kind of annoying <laughs> it is annoying well i have a sad backstory for it okay tell me because dean spent his entire life in hotels he never had any mm -hmm. friends so he would just mm -hmm. watch movies all the time yeah that's my my sad that's story sad. that makes sense though yeah, poor Dean. Poor, he seems poor to be baby. pretty well read too. In what way? Um, I guess I guess we haven't seen any so far, but uh, th there are a few like cl classic literature references that he makes that I haven't even read. So, and you know me, I'm a genius. Moby Dick. He probably would <laughs> love that book. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're either gaining people or really turning people away this episode. <laughs> We got our new mics and we started acting up. <laughs> well, you can cut out all the inappropriate things. You can put a little bleep over my curse words. That'd be funny. Should I? I don't know if I want to do that. That's like that seems so like much. a lot of work. Yeah, I, I, our podcast is actually marked as clean on Apple Podcasts. So I maybe know, I should we, we need to start. We need more expletives because I think that would draw people in if they saw it was explicit. Well, I'd be like, why is it explicit? I can change it. <laughs> I need to change the the rating. Okay, change it to explicit, and I feel like that might that might pique some people's curiosity. I don't know. Is that a bad idea? Well, I mean, it's it's an honest idea for sure. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was curious about when Dean pulls mm -hmm. out the salt to season this guy's body and burn it up. Mm -hmm. I was wondering. It looks like just a normal bucket of salt. So I was like, do they ever, like, is he ever go through a drive through and his fries aren't salty? He pulls out his body burning salt and puts it on his fries. Do you think that's ever happened? No, I think he keeps it in his trunk. But, okay, he the fries are horrible. Does he get out mm -hmm. and go get the salt out of the trunk? 
No, I don't see Dean putting in that much effort. I certainly wouldn't. You wouldn't? Uh, okay. All right. Noted. I, I will take your word for it. Dean. All right. I'm writing this down. <laughs> Dean would not. I need to remember this. Season fries with body salt. <laughs> with body salt. <laughs> In this episode, we got to see like them. Sam has a little camera and he's recording the the ghost orbs. Oh, yeah. That reminded me. What's that game? Uh, I have it. Uh, it's a horror game where you have a little Slender. camera. No, no. It's a little more expensive than that. I don't know. I'll tell you about like a real life experience I had with that. Oh, no. Okay. What? So when I, I went to Gettysburg with my youth group and we went on this ghost tour, this haunted ghost tour of Gettysburg and they were telling us that if you took pictures, you could see the, and you saw orbs, there were spirits. And my friend had a, a camera and he was taking pictures and he, he got a bunch of orbs. Were you scared? Oh, and you, you still don't, don't believe in ghosts, Camille? No. But the scariest part about that tour was they were telling us about... <laughs> Okay, this is definitely going to make the podcast explicit. Oh, no. I know what you're going to say. Did you Have I told you this before? I think so, but go ahead and say it. Okay, it's horrific. Okay. Like, it, it is horrific. So if you don't, like, like it's bad. So, like, if you don't want to hear it, like, skip about, like, 20 <laughs> guys, seconds. Guys, follow <laughs> our Twitter at Ramble on Podcast before you X out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, Camille. Um. So she was showing us this battlefield site where, like, people were just getting slaughtered, a Civil War battlefield site where people were getting slaughtered. And she was talking about how um, accounts of the battle would talk about the men screaming at, at night. They would start just screaming, even when they weren't being shot at. And at first they thought they were just screaming in pain from, like, wounds and, and you know, their limbs being <laughs> blown off. Uh, but they found out that the the pigs would come onto the field at night and start eating them alive, <laughs> the oh. ones that were wounded. Oh my God, like, that has haunted me to this day. Like that's scary to me. That's ugh, I don't like thinking about it. Does anyone ever get eaten alive on Supernatural? Um, to the point of being dead, maybe. Oh, you know what I love? Sorry, I'm going to talk mm -hmm. about The Walking Dead, but I love oh, when ahead. that guy's leg gets cut off and they... Mm -hmm. and Herschel? <laughs> no, no, I don't love when his leg gets cut off. No, <laughs> that would be hor horrible of me to love that moment. <laughs> but there's this one guy, I forget his name, but he gets bit by a zombie. Mm -hmm. And he's like stumbling away from camp and he gets captured, right? And, and these mm -hmm. guys take him, they chop, they don't know he's been bit. They chop mm -hmm. off his leg, cook it up while he's unconscious then he wakes up and he sees they're eating his leg and he uh, he pulls up his arm and he goes you're eating tainted meat tainted meat oh, <laughs> they all start screaming and spitting out the food and he's like laughing hysterically uh, <laughs> uh, I love that moment Camille you gotta watch that that's an okay. iconic moment from Walking Dead okay oh my god <laughs> 
you're eating tainted meat. Oh my god. That's actually probably like the one of the last great moments that show ever had. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Maybe we should cut out that story. It was kind of scary. No, I think it's good. Okay. I okay. mean, I, I don't think you were so I, I don't think it was gruesome because you didn't really tell it in a gruesome way. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't trying to go like too. Ugh, the way she told it like really freaked me out <laughs> we were like standing right there too and it was nighttime and scary <laughs> pigs are evil yeah pigs are actually evil i've read stories where pigs will like there was an old man feeding his pigs and he fell over mm -hmm. and hit his head and then the pigs started eating him alive like <sighs> pigs are crazy <laughs> pigs are Pigs do They're not care. Yeah, they they see food and they'll eat it. <laughs> like pigs were domesticated from wild boars, right? And wild mm -hmm. boars are dangerous. Oh yeah. They'll very, very aggressive. They'll kill you. They'll start a whole freaking battle for your <laughs> who gets to be king, and then at the end of the show they make the most boring one king wait what are you talking about i'm talking about game of thrones oh i've never watched it my mom's watching it right now though oh well wait that's just about pigs no the, the uh, robert baratheon gets killed by a wild boar oh he's the original king and then and then that jump starts the whole i mean the whole rest of the plot basically that's kind of epic for the king to get killed by a pig like, that's pretty epic. That pig is so powerful. <laughs> oh, what, Camille, what do you think? We can wrap up with this conversation. What do you think okay. about Sam pulling the trigger? Okay, you're gonna, you had to remind me <laughs> what I mean by Sam pulling the trigger. When Dean gives him the pistol and Sam's like, Sam tries to shoot him with it. Oh. I mean, he was kind of, he was like possessed. I don't, I don't think it was that big of a deal. Well, remember, who did I, how did I predict Dean would die? Did I say Sam would kill him or did I say Dean would kill Sam? Can't remember. I thought you said, Sam would die of rabies. You said that Sam would kill Dean. Oh, uh, well, we almost got that. I almost was vindicated. <laughs> uh, almost. Almost. So close. Darn. That doesn't count. Uh, You've gotten some points already, but I can't tell you what. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. I love the, the spreadsheet idea. We're going to, after after uh, one of them dies for the first time, then we're going to have second death predictions. I cannot believe that they're going to die. That to me, like once that happens, I don't know how I'm going to keep taking this too serious. I don't know how they're going to handle it. But that's the whole reason I had reservations watching this show in the first place. Because I heard... Mm -hmm that they kept dying and coming back to life. And I was like, oh, that sounds dumb. Which is why I never watched this show in high school when Camille was so, like, enthralled and wrapped up with it. I want to... Actually, I want you to make predictions on how many times they die. <laughs> no. Okay, I think that's good. Should we do that this episode? Let's do Sam and Dean this episode. Okay. Um, I think Sam's going to die four times and i think dean's mm -hmm. gonna die seven times okay i can tell you right now i know you're wrong for dean does he die more or less <laughs> 50 50 50 I, i'm taking seven 
I'm not going to tell you whether it's more or less. (laughs) It's definitely more. This guy has like the hardest life ever. (laughs) Do you want to make any other ones or we can wait until next episode? Well, I think Mary dies twice. Okay. Including her original death? Yeah. Okay. Well, do we count the death of her ghost? No. Okay. Then yeah. You have to be... You have to, like, have a body. That ghost that kissed that boy sure had a body. (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. You have to be, like, either human... Demon or angel, we'll say that to count as a death, and then you and then you die. Oh, I'm so sad that Cass isn't going to be in the next episode. Not yet. It gives you something to look forward to. I want you to hate him. I really, I really I'm, do. I don't think I'm going to. I want you to hate him. <laughs> Why? It would just be funny. It would be entertaining. Well, we'll see. I really don't know anything about Cass at all. He wears a trench coat like Columbo. That's all I know. He does. He does wear the fuck out of that trench coat. <laughs> I want, Just you know, like, the fuck out of that haircut for all 15 <laughs> seasons. <laughs> I feel like this trench coat thing has seriously limited Misha Collins' wardrobe because there's no way he could ever wear a trench coat in his life. Ever. <laughs> no way in hell. I think he would. It's like how. He- if he hadn't played Cass he, with he a trench coat? He seems like that type of guy. Wear a trench coat? He would wear a trench coat, yeah. <laughs> Camille, he's going to come on our podcast. Do you want to know something really pathetic about, about me? Okay, I don't think people me. are still listening at this point. Okay. I really believe <laughs> that if if we keep saying Misha Collins is going to come on our podcast, I we're going to get sued. No, I believe in my heart of hearts that Misha Collins is going to come on this podcast. I really actually believe it. I believe that it could happen in a few years when all the hype around Supernatural has died down. Yes. Considerably. I I know. uh, Yeah. And if we fudge our numbers. And also Cameo has to not exist anymore because otherwise we'd have to pay exorbitant fees yeah we're gonna have to nuke that site but we'll handle because that i feel like if, if cameo wasn't so big right now we could get like a like a low-key supernatural actor like a really like you know you know what i'm saying well we need to build up our library because what i believe i believe our podcast is good mm-hmm. i believe mm-hmm. that we're going to be consistent with it uh-huh and you know what maybe we will Maybe Misha Collins mm-hmm. or some little, maybe we can get like one of the bees from Bugs. I would love to get Kim Rhodes on our podcast. But... Oh my God. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Kim, yeah. Kim Rhodes. Come on our podcast. She's the mom from Zach and Cody, right? Yep. I like her. I love her. She seems so sweet. I would also love to have um, Rachel Minor. I don't know who that is. She plays Meg. Um, oh. But not not the Meg that we're gonna see in this season. Oh, different muscle, a different body. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna have to start a wish list. We're okay. gonna have to bring people on our friends to practice interviewing them for when Misha comes on, which Misha will be right. on next episode, guys. Uh for sure. 
<laughs> you know, that's the fun thing about me is that I'm delusional. <laughs> it makes life a lot more fun. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's funny that we're not even listing Jensen because ostensibly Jensen would no, be that like, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, like that's how you know we're a little bit realistic. Like, I know Jensen is never gonna even, like, not in a million years. No, no, he's not. He could, like, he'll be famous for the show until he dies, I think. I think I he's going to get famous for something else. I think he's going to... Yes, also that. I feel like he's about to snatch up a big role and then everyone's going to love him and I'm going to be salty about it. It actually bothers me too, <laughs> thinking of that. Because I like the idea that these guys' stars going to fade, I, but I don't yeah. think that's going to happen with Jensen. No, it's not. He's going to land... A, I, I, I predict within the next two years he's going to land a really big role. Okay. What is your rating for this episode, Camille? So the ranking I gave it was a 143, so middle of the road. And I guess, I don't know, I guess I just like the vibes. I didn't find anything wrong with it, so there are a lot of bad episodes, I guess, that ranked lower. But uh, I give this one a 5. Oh my god, Camille! <laughs> I gave it a 5 too. Okay. Yeah. And this was your least favorite so far, and it was still 5? Yeah, I think my problem is I'm so excited for next week because I love that Scarecrow episode. Oh, Scarecrow, so good. So I think maybe that influenced me a little bit because I was like watching okay. this and I like immediately after I was like, oh, I want to watch Scarecrow because I saw it was up next. I didn't remember that was up next. I'm excited. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of the Ramble on Podcast where we watched episode 10, Asylum. Um, join us next week. We'll watch Scarecrow, which is a really good one, I think. You'll enjoy it, and I think Miranda will enjoy it, and I'm no, I'm gonna enjoy rewatching it. So you can follow us on Twitter at Ramline Podcast. You can follow us on Spotify to stay updated, and we'll post every Monday. Bye, guys. Bye.